0: You're listening to the What The Chunk Podcast with Megan Rage. Monday. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. You guys know what song I have stuck in my head? I was like not on TikTok that much when I was gone. And so I like missed out on some things. Like I feel like trends happened and already ended. Um, but I want somebody to want somebody, like that girl doing the dance, and the the like search engine at the bottom or like the search bar says Melissa McCarthy. So I'm like, is this a new song? I want somebody to want. Somebody. I looked it up and it's a song from Tangled. So I'm so confused. Why does it say Melissa McCarthy? McCarthy because that's not the that's not who sings it on Apple and how has this become a thing it's like my favorite trend I kind of want to do it but I'm not going to because let me tell you no one would see it it would get like five likes and that would be really embarrassing hi everyone I am like in the zone right now I just recorded my radio shows the first ones in two weeks and I wasn't really in the mood to do it. I was kind of dreading it. I never get um, like Sunday scaries anymore and I kind of had them this morning just in preparation to like do my shows and stuff. I was just worried. It seemed really daunting. It did take me like two and a half hours to show prep because I had so much to like look back on. But I did my shows and it felt new and it felt fresh. And I was going to take a break and go run to Magenta's. She ordered some product for me that I was out of. And so I was going to run to hers and pick it up and then come back and record my podcast. But I just feel in the zone. So I just texted her. I was like, hey, can you just set it out somewhere and I'll come and grab it when I'm done? Because I just need to roll right into the pod you know what I'm saying I need to roll right into it hi I feel like it's been so long even though I only took a week off no pod for a week it feels um longer than that mostly because my plan was to like come back and get right back into recording but for me oh god Chuck Chuck's in here right now he keeps meowing at the door and so I let him in and then he meows to go out but he's pretty much chilling in here right now which is new for him Um, normally he like wants to go in and out and in and out, but I think he likes having the break from the dogs. But anyways, I had my hand down and his little nose just hit me and it scared me. Um, so my plan was to come back and just like jump right into it, right? Like come back and record everything, um, and just pick back up my like daily diary, But I've been so jet lagged that I just every day was like, no, I'm going to I'm going to actually take my full vacation and I'm not going to check my work emails, I'm not going to do anything. And I just decided that I would record everything today. I'll probably do an entry tomorrow as well. But I just I don't know. I didn't feel like it, so I didn't do it. And so here I am. You're going to get the whole shebang today. I'm going to tell you everything. I did take like some notes, but to be honest with you, like this trip was kind of uneventful for me. Like I didn't really do much. So I don't really have like a ton of stories from when we went. Um, It was incredibly hard this time to leave the dogs. I thought that like getting Lola, I obviously knew that it would be harder because there's two, but I also felt like, okay, well, they all have friends. Like it'll be easier. The way that she looked at me when I was leaving and I had already started crying was just like so sad. I pretty much cried a good portion of the way to San Francisco airport. Like I just could not get it under control. My skin felt super blotchy. We had to stop at a gas station to get some cash. um, And I went in to like get a couple things so I could get cash back. And the woman behind the counter probably was like, what is happening? Cause I was like sobbing while I'm talking to her. I just could not get it under control. And the girl that was here was amazing. She works at a school. So she was off. She was here. The whole time I was texting her more than I was texting anyone like it was just so great to know that like th- someone was here with them um, even more than we're here with them. Probably like she was just the best. I can't say enough good things about her. It just worked out so well that she was off. So anyways, we get to the airport and um, there's no one in line. Like Brett is so the person that gets there early. So we were, there was no one in line. We were there super early, even though our flight was delayed. We knew it was delayed by a couple hours. And so we had got an email saying like, oh, you're going to get a food voucher or whatever. We were like, oh, cool. So we go to check in. Tell me why they hand us a $9 food voucher for each of us. I'm like, what the fuck are we going to get with this? So they let us check our smaller bag for free, which was nice. And then we had pre-bought, the Golden Gate Lounge. Um, we don't have enough points or like notoriety yet to get into the British Airways Lounge. We've been using Brett's British Airways credit card to book flights and stuff so that we can get points, so that we can upgrade to business and also so we can get in the lounges. But we're just not there yet. I don't know why we didn't think about that a long time ago. So we wanted to go into a lounge because obviously it's just going to be like cheaper. But we get just more comfortable. So we get into this lounge and I looked at it prior and it had like two stars. Everyone was like, there's nowhere to plug things in. It's not that great. So my expectations were low. Um, It was not bad. So there was like a bar with food, like hot food, like minestrone soup, meatballs. There was this pasta. It was like, I love a simple pasta. It was like penne, um, wild mushrooms, garlic, parsley with like No cream. It was more like olive oil and like butter, I guess. I was fucking this pasta up. I went back and got so many bowls of it. That and they had like a veg, a little veggie sandwich with like tomato, avocado and lettuce. It was just like a pesto chef's kiss. I ate so much of this pasta and then realized, oh, this is probably going to fuck my stomach up. And it totally did. I had it for the next like 24 hours of my life, but worth it. It was so good. I would go back in and eat it all again. The alcohol selection wasn't great, so I didn't really drink. I had a Sprite and like I tried to drink a glass of wine, but I'm just like not in the mood. I really have to be in the mood these days. Plus, I always feel sick getting on flights and alcohol just makes it 10 times worse. So I didn't really drink. I was just kind of like chilling. I didn't wasn't bothered about there not being anywhere to plug things in because I had charged my stuff on the way. And also, like, I knew my phone was going to go on air. Like, I just don't, you know, I didn't need it. We have new phones anyway. So the batteries are pretty good. Although my my new phone is acting up. Uh, I can't create a sticker. It's just shutting off out of nowhere. It is brand new. I just don't really want to go in and deal with Apple, but I know that I need to because if it's a problem and I haven't even had it a month, it's what's it going to look like after a year? So um, the lounge is pretty full and there's this one guy in there and he is playing jazz music um, loud on his phone. And I made eye contact with him a few times. He's not smiling. He's just like eating his food, jamming out to his uh, jazz music. He's wearing like a windbreaker set. There's this couple sitting next to him. I think Brett heard his accent and said it was like a German guy. And um, we don't hear what happens leading up to this. We just hear the guy go, what did you just call me? Like super loud and aggressive. And so um, the guy, the German guy, you hear him like keeping his voice down, trying to deescalate. And the guy's like, you don't know who I am. You just called me an asshole. You don't know who I am. You don't know. I'm an educated. I I practiced law for 30 years. Um, It it just it got really bad. And the German guy was like, I just misunderstood you. The guy was like, how can you misunderstand me when I didn't say anything to you? you? You asked me to turn down my music. He's like, you didn't even give me a second. And then you called me an asshole under your breath. Let me tell you, this lounge cleared out so fucking fast. Everyone was out of there. Um, They even they kicked the German guy out like it was crazy. Everyone left. um, So it was just like Brett and I and like a couple other people. And then the the jazz music guy, he stayed in there. I mean, we left before him. But yeah, we stayed in there for like, we had three hours. I think we stayed in there for like two and a half. And then we went over to this bar that we normally go to. I got a cocktail, even though I didn't really want it. And then they were a while off from boarding but Brett likes to get down there he likes to get down there and he needs, likes to get in line and let me tell you it was delayed people were upset people were mad it was not organized at all the people that were working the gate were not organized they weren't loud enough no one knew what was going on they were they were using their their voices instead of like the intercom to like say the boarding groups and there was this guy that kept that tried to cut in front of Brett and I there was this woman that was standing at the front of boarding group four, which is what we were and then Brett and I and this guy kept trying to cut in and Brett was like this is us we're right here like just get super intense right and he's just standing so close to the lady that's in the front and I'm just like we're gonna get on when we get on right there was like this 80 year old Irish couple behind us and she said I'm like your husband she's like I am aggressive she's like I want to get in there she's like and you're more like my husband who's like I'll get on when I get on and I'm like yeah totally he's making me uncomfortable So they finally, I guess, allow our boarding group on. I don't hear them say that, but apparently the guy that was trying to push in did. And he said, go to me. And then he ends up just like blowing by us and getting on the plane. He was so intense. We ended up getting on and then there was just it was drama. There was this woman that was yelling at the British Airways flight attendants because there were purses in the overhead. And they're like, that is meant for luggage, not purses. She's like, I've wasted an entire work day because this flight was delayed. Oh, uh, it was just it was so much. We had extra leg room. We were sitting in an exit row on the way there, which was really freaking nice. I took t- two Dramamine. I think you might have only supposed to. I, I think you were only supposed to take one. And I wish I would have saved the other one because I didn't have one for the way home. But I took two. When I tell you I knocked out I watched like 50 minutes of Barbie and then I was like drifting away. I don't even remember a lot of that flight. I kept getting woken up for food. The food I normally love on airplane airplanes. It was absolutely trash. At least I thought Brett really enjoyed it on the way there. So um yeah it was it was an okay flight it was also it was super windy so instead of it taking 11 hours it took like eight and a half because the wind stream or the jet stream was helping push us along so that was really nice we landed in London we got the shuttle to go get the rental car I stayed outside because the rental car place was super small we got this like shitty little car and started to drive from um from London to Hull, which was like four hours. There wasn't any traffic, thank goodness. Otherwise, it would have been much, much longer. I'm paranoid that this isn't recording. Hold on a second. The volume looks super low, but it's good. We're good. I stopped for no reason. Now, hopefully, I remember to clip that beginning part. No, I'm sure I will. Um, Sidebar. So when we got off the plane, so... With AT&T, we have this like international thing where if I turn my phone on, it's $10 a day. And if Brett turns his phone on in the same day, it's additional $5. So basically $15 a day for us to both have our phones on. Brett was already going to turn his phone on because he needed GPS to get us to his parents' house. And I was like, I didn't text the girl that was staying here, Brett's phone number. I should probably turn my phone on. It's her first night just to make sure everything was good, right? So I turned my phone on and it's like 5 in the morning here. I don't know what time it was there. Math. We're eight, eight hours ahead in England. And I have texts from her saying that a fuse blew. So basically, I forgot to tell her that you can't use the air fryer and the microwave at the same time. They're like... Too much power plugged into where they're plugged into. We should really move them. We're about to throw away our air fryer anyways. So um, apparently our breaker box is in like a weird spot. I don't really know where most people's are. So she blew a fuse the house, which was connected to the fridge. So she called my brother. I forgot to tell my brother I was even leaving his phone number. At least I think. But I mean, it's assumed, right? They're on the same street. She called my brother over and they both couldn't find it. And so... I'm sure she left her phone on loud like waiting for me to land and I um just feel disgusting. I'm so out of it my Invisalign tr- box. I forgot to bring my Invisalign like holder. So it was just grossing me out. Cause it was just like in a bag, in my bag. I just, everything was a mess. So I really couldn't focus. Brett was like, Oh, tell her to pull the fridge out. There's a reset button back there. So she did no reset button. He's like, Oh, then there's a reset button on the place. Anyways, it was just chaos. We're trying to get to our bags. I'm talking to her on the phone. Finally, I realized that she said that she did not, I thought that she couldn't, That she didn't know which breaker it was. But she just plain didn't know where the breaker box was. And neither did my brother. When I told them where it was, they were like, cool. We walked by it about 80 million times. So she goes outside and she flips it and everything's all good. And she goes back to bed. So anyways, we're in the car. We're driving to Hull. And um, I am still out of it. I'm knocked out because I was like it wasn't a sound sleep that I was getting on the plane. Like My eyes were closed a lot of the time, but I was either waking up to eat or go to the bathroom or just like not in a deep sleep. So I'm in the car and I'm kind of nodding off here and there. And Brett is really tired because he probably slept for like a few hours on the plane. And so he basically tells me that he's falling asleep and he needs me to stay awake and so and talk to him. But I have nothing to say. I'm feeling extremely antisocial. We were like arguing in the airport because of the breaker box I was like snapping at him because I was stressed and I just like you know it's just too much all of that travel is so hard on the body and the brain and the mind and all of it so I'm awake but I'm like you know I'm nodding all of a sudden the car is like jolting so Brett always gets a manual when we're in England because it's more expensive to get a automatic so he got a manual car and he just forgot to like I don't know, do the clutch or I don't I don't know how it works. I don't know how to drive a stick shift, but basically we're out to shift. And so we almost went into the back of this van. Luckily, on this part of the highway we were in, there was tall grass and we like went into that and avoided hitting anything. We didn't hit the car. We didn't hit the guardrail. We hit nothing. But man, did that wake both of us up. So we finally got to Brett's parents house like 4 hours later. It's ridiculous. Like could we have gotten a train maybe, but the train lines were down cuz it was storming and I oh, it's it's so difficult. Pre-COVID there were more flight options, but now it's like we either have to have a layover or we can fly direct but we have to go into Heathrow and then we have to drive all that way. So we get to Brett's parents house and um they got a curry and so we ate that and then I took a shower and normally we like stay up and chat but I was like I'm tired. I got to go to bed. And luckily when we got there, sometimes it's like in the middle of the day. This time it was at night. So it made sense for me to just like go to bed, which is what I did. I slept fine. I was like, ooh, the jet lag ain't going to get me this time. Um, the very next day we had plans to go to Leeds. So we woke up pretty early to get showered and like, you know, I had to blow dry my hair. I had to really get ready. And um, so we were going to get – first we went to Nibble, which is like my favorite place in whole to get like breakfast and – and coffee, the coffee there is so good. It's like the only place that I found there that were, that has coffee that I really enjoy. So we got there before it opened and we went in, we sat down. I always forget that things are different there. Like I, I didn't know what I wanted to eat. There was a sausage eggs breakfast sandwich on the menu. I was like, I'll get that. And then it was like, you pick your toppings. And I was thinking like a sausage patty like we have here. But no, it's like sausages, like actual like, you know, sausages so I get I got it with aioli it was not good I made the wrong choice so I only ate half of the sandwich I did eat the coffee or drink the coffee which was so good and then we went to the train station to get on the train I've never taken the train there before so we went to take the train to Leeds instead of driving because it saves time and um hassle and headache and that way we could have like some drinks when we went when we went to Leeds because I love going to the alchemist which is not in Hull, but it is other places in England. They do really crazy, insane cocktails that taste so good. It's like an experience. And so we got on the train, which was a little complicated, but we ended up figuring it out. The train ride wasn't bad at all. It was on time until we were three minutes away. And there was like a backup getting into the train station because there was rain and some limbs had fallen onto the lines and it just caused a delay. So we went from being on time to being delayed like 30 minutes, but it was fine. And then we got off the train and it was raining. And of course, I didn't bring an umbrella or anything. So we popped into a store. I got a beanie and then we just kind of walked around. I wish that I could go to Leeds or Manchester like with a friend instead of Brett because he really just truly doesn't want to be there and it's obvious so like I want to go into all these stores but I also know that he doesn't want to go in there and like we were Christmas shopping but I also kind of wanted to shop for myself and he's just like no we don't need that you don't need that we don't need to go in here you don't need that it's not gonna fit in the suitcase so I'm just like can I live so after we went to a few places I was already fed up so I was like let's go just pop in and get a drink at the Alchemist And Becky and Michael and Bradley were going to meet up with us. Um, But she had a he had a dentist appointment before and she had told me that they had had something to tell us and they wanted to tell us in person. So for months, I've been thinking that she's pregnant, but I didn't want to guess that in case she wasn't because it just felt insensitive. Right. So we go get a drink at the Alchemist. I got the French kiss and it had like a tongue sticking out of it. The bartender said to lick what was on the tongue, but don't eat it, which it seemed like a gelatin tongue. So I'm like, why did she tell me not to eat it? I wanted I wanted to you know, when someone tells you not to do something, you want to do it so. Bad, but I didn't. Anyways, got such a good drink. Went back up to get another one, and I saw that Becky and Michael came in when I was at the bar. And Becky walked up to us, and she was wearing like a super oversized sweater. And I like gave her the once over, and she looked at me funny. And then I felt bad for doing it because it was obvious what I had done. I was like, I feel like you guys are up to something. Like I was trying to play it off too in the moment, but like she hasn't been posting anything. She, they they don't have social media. They have Snapchat. And so the only reason I get on Snapchat is to take pictures because I use the filters on there. Or after she told me they had something to tell us, I was kind of seeing what they were up to, and they just hadn't really been posting much, and she wasn't in any videos. So I just, you know, anyways, so she doesn't say anything in the moment. I'm like, you guys are up to something. So we go back over to the table and they're like, we have to tell you something. And Michael shows a video of the ultrasound. And I'm like, I knew it. And so I was so excited for them. They, they said they were going to find out the gender on Christmas Day. Um, and I was like, I knew you guys were up to something. So remember, they were here in August. She's like, yeah, I was pregnant when we were there. I just didn't know it yet. She's like, I was very early. I was like, that's so crazy. So we have a couple drinks in there and then we walk around a little bit. I was trying to find something else for my stepmom and something else for Lolly. Uh, Years ago when I went to England, I got my brother and Lolly one of those like um, scent stick things and it smelled so good. And when we all went Over the summer, the shop that I got it at was closed. So I found another place that had um, the same type of, you know, oil with the sticks thing. So I got her one and I hope that it smells just as good as the one that I got them before. They were like obsessed with it. Uh, We walked around. I can't remember what else we where else we went. We had to go into a toy store to get stuff for our niece and nephew. Um, But there's also there's like an indoor mall and then there's shops outside, like tons of shops and I just felt like, again, um, Brett just doesn't like shopping, so he just wasn't down to go in anywhere. There was an espresso shop that I got to go in, I was hoping that someone would make us a drink or talk to us to work there, but they were busy. So we just kind of checked it out, looked at the wall with all the different flavors, and then we had dinner reservations before we caught the train. So – um, we, we walk to the dinner reservation and we walk in and it's a super nice place. And right off the bat, Brett's like, wait a second, this place looks familiar. So the person that walks us to the table, Brett goes, do you have another location in York? And they were like, yes. So I don't know if I told you guys this story because I, I might have, I might not have been far enough removed from it. But when we went in April or no, May to Spain and then England with my brother and Lolly and Amanda We spent a day in York and in the town center, there was like this restaurant and we looked at the menu outside. There was fish and chips and we decided to go in right off. the, There was no one inside right off the bat. They asked Brett to take his hat off. It was like they take, you know, like looking nice on another level like if it's a nice place you can't go in casual it's not like California so they asked him to take his hat off and he was already annoyed with that cause his hair wasn't done so we sit down and we get drinks they are not being very attentive we're the only ones in there so we're just like what the fuck like they're not working for tips there so it makes sense So um, we all get our food. I was really into Caesar salads that trip. So I think Amanda, Lolly and I all got Caesar salads And my brother and Brett got the fish and chips when it came out to the table. They were like, whoa, this looks so good when they actually ate it. It was not good. And Brett was pissed about the service like nothing was good about the experience. So he was like, I'm not paying for mine like through a tantrum. And I was like, well, what do you mean you're not paying for yours? Like you have to like if you don't pay for yours, like it was all on one bill. Like we're all going to have to pick up the slack. So it was this whole thing. So we walk into this restaurant and Brett's like, do you have this same restaurant in New York? And they're like, yeah, well, it was that same restaurant. And so he's like, oh, great. This time it's packed. It's a different vibe inside. I mean, it looks the same, but it was nighttime. It was pretty busy in there. So we sit down and we start looking at the menu. I don't know. It just was like not anything that I really wanted. Keep in mind, I only had half of a sandwich earlier that day and nothing else. So I was pretty freaking starving. But I remember that the Caesar salad was bomb last time I had it. So we decided to get the Caesar salad. Brett and I. Tell me why it comes out. Like before it was in a big plate. You know the plates that are like big, but the only portion of the plate that you can put stuff in is super teeny? It was one of those. It came out with like three big pieces of lettuce with like the chicken and the croutons and the shaved parmesan. It was so freaking small. Luckily, it filled me up. I don't know. When I'm in England, I'm just not as hungry. Maybe because I don't like the food as much, but it filled me up and I was fine. But Yeah, it was just, it was not a vibe. I was like, I can't believe this is the same place. I mean, the Caesar salad was good. I just can't believe. And the drinks were good. But I just can't believe that it ended up being the same place from the last vacation. Like, what are the freaking odds out of all the places that we can go eat? So... We were going back to catch the train and we went to the train station. Becky Michael and Bradley were all catching the train as well. And our train, I think, was canceled and we were looking for another one that was going back to our destination. And Brett's like, oh fuck, there is another one. But it's leaving at like 645. And I look at my I look at my watch and it's 645. The platform is miles away. Not not actually miles, but it's across the way, up the stairs, across this bridge, down the stairs. It's so far. And Brett's like If we don't catch this train, I don't know how we're going to get back. So he's like, it's still there. Let's make a run for it. I just ate. I drank a bunch of drinks while we were like, I filled my boots while we were there. I had all these bags. Brett, we don't even say bye to Becky and Michael because we were going to see them the next day. So like it wasn't a big deal. We were like, bye. I'll see you tomorrow. Brett takes off running. I take off running behind him, but I'm also wearing boots. I'm just a lot slower. So. He gets on the train and I'm a good, I don't even know, distance behind him. And I'm like, oh, my God, what if I don't get on? He says that he wouldn't have let the train leave without me. Like he would have like opened the door or whatever. But I make it on literally as they lock the doors and are like not letting anyone else on. So we sit down and it takes us like 20 minutes into the train ride to like get our bearings. Like I am huffing and puffing. And then there was like so many people on this train I just sat down on the only available seat and I'm riding backwards. Hi, my name's Megan and I get severely motion sick. So the whole time we're riding back, which is like an hour, I'm just like, should I open my eyes? Should I close my eyes? Should I put my head down? Like, what do I do? All that alcohol was sloshing around in my stomach. Our bags had fallen over. I ended up losing something out of one of the bags. So, you know, Batiste, uh, dry shampoo I get it here and it's like 20 bucks for the big bottle it is two pound in England so I got one to bring back or to leave at Brett's mom's I hadn't really decided yet and yeah it rolled off and I didn't realize it until it was too late so we get back to Brett's mom and we started watching the show on Netflix so they're logged into our Netflix in England but even though they're logged into my account the I'm shocked that Netflix hasn't shut us down yet. Netflix recognizes that they're in England and all of the shows are different. And so there was this show called The Missing. It's like Brit top shows in the UK, top movies in the UK, top British, uh, critically acclaimed British shows like, you know, anyways. So we start watching the show called The Missing. The first season came out in 2014 and that's what we started watching and it was so good. So we watched that. We stayed up. And then the next day, what did we do the next day? I think the next day might have been the night that we were it was the night that we were going out. So Brett wanted to get fish and chips at this place called Garbits, which I had been to before for drinks, but I had never eaten that before. And it's down Princess Ave, which they all call Prinny Ave. There's like a bunch of bars and stuff down there. And this was on the Friday. And so in England, the Friday before Christmas is called Mad Friday. So Brett's like, it's going to be crazy. So we woke up Went and got a lunch at Garbett's. They all got fish and chips. I got a chicken Caesar salad sandwich, which was just okay. You could tell that like mine was done first and they were waiting for the fish and chips. So it was like soggy when it came out. I only had one good meal when I was there besides Brett's mom's cooking. But like when we were out, I just like I couldn't get I couldn't get on board when we were when we were there. Like nothing that I had was really tickling my fancy. So after that, we went home. And we started getting ready for the night. So the plan was to go out with all of Brett's friends. Becky and Michael were coming. And then Brett's brother and his girlfriend were coming out. Normally when we go, they aren't able to come out because they have two kids. A one-year-old and like a five or six-year-old at this point, Five-year-old. So Brett's parents normally come out with us. But they agreed to watch the kids so that Brett's brother and his girlfriend could come out. So they meet us at Brett's parents' house. Brett's dad drops us off on Printy Ave. And we go into the first bar. So I don't know if you remember from back in May when I went out with Brett's friends. They are rather they had stink bombs. They were letting them off. Like it was, they're they're crazy. So we go to the first place, and I um am hot. Everywhere that we go, the heat is just turned up, and I'm so hot. And also, I was just like uncomfortable. So I I was not really in a hurry to get ready, but also kind of. It's hard to plan out my outlet, my out my outfits. When I don't typically get ready, like I don't get ready and wear these outfits at home. So some of them I've never worn before. So like I pictured them in my head and then like I have to go into Brett's mom's room to look at a full length mirror. So I was just like, I don't know, it's just it ended up being chaotic. So I put on a pair of jeans and I kept saying to Brett, I'm wearing them like Gen Z because they aren't skinny jeans. And so they were going over the boots that I was wearing. And it's just not something that I would typically wear. And I was not comfortable. And I was wearing this big, thick jacket because I thought it's cold outside with a tank top on underneath, but the tank top was not to be worn without the jacket. You could like see my bra straps like I just and I just was like, well, there's no way I'm going to take the jacket off because we're in England and it's freezing wrong. It was so hot. It was so hot in the bar that we went to. So I ended up taking the jacket off. I was so annoyed and then I was just even more uncomfortable because the tank top was tight. I just wasn't I wasn't feeling myself. You know what I mean? So I ended up getting um, some espresso martinis. I was pumped because last time we went to this particular bar, they didn't have cocktails, but they do now. And they were teeny tiny espresso martinis, but you don't have to tip. And they were cheaper. So we were there for a while, kind of chatting, talking to everyone. Brett has so many friends and I do know all their faces, but it's hard to keep track of all their names. I know a good majority of them by name. And then as soon as Brett, like I'll put him sign, and be like, which one's that? He'll tell me. I'm like, oh, yeah, I could just never remember. Brett's also the type that like everyone is his best friend. He's like, oh, that's my best friend. Oh, that's my. Oh, you don't know. That's one of my best friends. And I'm like, "Okay, you say that about everyone. So it's just hard for me to keep track. So we were there for a while and then someone let off a stink bomb and it was time to go to the next place. We went somewhere else. I decided to get mold wine when I was, again, so fucking hot. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, oh, you're supposed to drink something hot when you're hot and it'll cool your body temperature down. False. That is wrong. So it was super packed in there. Again, another stink bomb. And we departed to the next place. The next place was someplace I had never been before. I think it was called Lounge. It was really cool inside of there. And that's where Becky and Michael ended up meeting us. I was getting espresso martinis up the wazoo. But my tolerance is also high, which also shocks me because I haven't really been drinking that much. So we're just kind of sitting around and we're sitting at this table and they come up to us and tell us the table's uh, reserved and so we had to move and one of the guys was like, yep, this place is getting a stink bomb and in England – People get really dressed up around the holiday. Like I also felt like I was underdressed, like lots of leggings, lots of skirts and dresses. And I was wearing like my Gen Z jeans and boots. I just I just can never get it right when we go. I just never know what the right move is. So um, I just like I don't know. I just wasn't feeling my best. I want this was the one night that we were going out that I wanted to be cute. And I just didn't choose the right outfit for what I was trying to accomplish anyway. So we were there for a little while and this is kind of where things turn. So, Brett's brother's girlfriend was trying to prove a point that she has like a higher tolerance than Brett's brother. I've done this Brett before and it didn't turn out good. It's the last time that I got really drunk. It's when I went to Country in the Park and made a fool out of myself. I was like, I could get drunk too. Yeah, wrong move. So, that's what she was trying to do. She was drinking Jaeger bombs by the pint. She was, people kept buying her Jaeger bombs and she was just pouring them into a pint glass. It makes my skin crawl just thinking about it. So um, when we leave this place, she was pretty toasted. We get into the next place and they actually ended up cutting her off because she dropped a glass, but people kept sneaking her drinks. We were in here for a pretty long time until Michael decided to get into a trash can. And I was like, well, we're getting kicked out. I went up to the bouncer. I was like, I live in America and we would have been kicked out like an hour ago. I was like, I can't believe it took you this long. Like it was really they were being really rowdy. Sam kept picking up. The, uh wet floor sign and swinging it over her head. It was on the ground because she dropped her glass and spilled Jagerbomb all over the place. It was just everyone was just being so wild. So after that instead of continuing on the path that we were on down pretty Ave, where all the fun bars are where I could get a cocktail. Brett wants to go to his local pub which is a shithole across the street from his parents house called Hastings. It's the blanket that we have in our backyard on our fence. His brother got him a picture of the outside and he has it hung up in the backyard and it is like the worst of the worst. It is not a good place. It is where no one wants to go. And Sam was like, I don't want to go there. We ended up going there and it took three of us to hold Sam up. Eventually I had to call Brett's dad to come pick her up. (laughs) She was sitting on the curb when he got there. Like it was a shit show. So we walk into Hastings and no one's in there. There's a DJ, not a soul in sight. One of the bartenders realizes that I'm Brett's wife and she comes up to me and gives me a just like open in a Dixie cup jello shot. No clue where it came from. I was like, is this safe? Um, Brett's friends all ended up coming And that's what kind of filled up the bar We were there for a while I was just kind of hanging out with Becky Who wasn't drinking, which was nice Like I was drinking a lot, but I was fine It's really hard to get drunk in that environment I don't know what's up with the guys in England And their alcohol tolerance But it's just like non-existent And so it's like kind of a buzzkill to your own <laughs> your own drunken state, you know? So at some point I was just like, I'm starving. I've barely eaten anything this trip. Like I need to get something. Next door to Hastings is Pizza Peepers. So I walk inside. The menu is huge. There's like, uh, there the, the amount of things that you can get. Brett always complains when we get food here. He's like, why can't you get French fries at a pizza shop? I'm like, that's just not something that we do. But the menu there was insane. I posted it on my Instagram at the time and people were like, the way that I am zooming in on this menu with my mouth wide open, looking at all the options, I'll post it at What the Chuck podcast so you can see. So Becky and I each placed an order and then we just sat inside there and waited for it to be done. Becky and Michael went back to their hotel and Brett and I walked across the street to his parents' house, ate a bunch of pizza in the kitchen and then went to bed. Um, The next day, I forget what we did the next day. Well, first of all, I took a picture of the pizza. (laughs) They gave us some of the wrong order. So I got a pizza, a Garlic tomato bread because they don't have like garlic cheesy bread. That's not a thing. Well, they do, but people like just the tomato bread. And then I got bread, a Donna kebab, which is like Donna meat, which is some like random deer meat. I don't even know. Some French fries. It does not look appetizing. I took a picture of it and I sent it to my boss at K-Duck because he's always like, send me the food there. Why are there French fries with everything? And why does it look so terrible? And I sent him a picture of the pizza. He's like, that looks fucking atrocious. I'm like, tell me about it. Um, so the next day we had plans to go to Brett's brother's house. That's right. To hang out with the kids and just like order takeout again. Brett went to the store to get me a bottle of wine. He's always trying to like, we're on vacation. Luckily, he accidentally got me Kylie Minogue's Zero percent alcohol-free sparkling rosé, which I was happy about. So we went over to his brother's house, ordered some takeout. I played Barbies um, with our niece. She likes to get have wedding ceremonies, so you get all the guests ready. And anyways, played Barbies and then went home. Just watched some more of that show. And then I think the next day was Christmas Eve. So this one, we had the really good meal years ago when we went for Christmas. So like two years ago, went to this place called Uno's. It's an Italian place. And I had like the best lobster ravioli. So we went there again um, and I got uh, carbonara. Oh, my God. It was so good. I took a picture of it and I got a limoncello spritz. that was also bomb. After that, we went to like a, I don't even know, like the appropriation there is just kills me. We went to like a Jamaican. (laughs) like a Rasta. I don't, I'm going to post the video so you can see it. And I got a, uh, like painkiller that immediately gave me heartburn. And then we went to Brett's aunt and uncle's house and I had a really bad headache. So, um, we got there early, like at 7 PM and the cab wasn't picking us up. Actually, we might've even gotten there at six. The cab wasn't picking us up till 10:30, And I just sat there and listened to Brett sing at the top of his lungs. And I was just like, Oh, my God. Counting down the minutes. I was just so ready to go. I I just had like the worst headache. The jet lag was catching up to me. I was so glad that I brought my Kindle at this point. And I was like, oh, this will get my eyes tired. I was like staying up till 3 a.m. reading. I finished whatever book I was reading. I forgot. I finished the last book in the series and I started a new series and I was just jamming through because I could not fall asleep and then Christmas day was nice and chill so Brett's brother and his girlfriend they alternate Christmases and unfortunately every time we're in England their Christmas doesn't line up with when we're there so it was just Brett's parents and Brett and I for Christmas his mom made a spread it was all so good turkey pigs and blanket it's basically the roast that I always talk about it's basically like our Thanksgiving with a couple additives but they set the table all super cute I'll post a picture of what the Chuck podcast um Brett's brother got us these pillows that have our niece and nephew's face on them. They were sitting at the table with us. We brought them home and the dogs have been barking at them nonstop. Brett's mom got me a perfume, some really nice earrings. She got me this BBC radio sign for my office, which I'm obsessed with. She got me a whole university sweatshirt, which I really wanted, some gloves and some earmuffs for walking the dogs. It was like a really good Christmas. And the best part was we didn't have to get ready. Like we just sat around in our pajamas all day. We watched The King's Speech. We watched some TV. It was just – it was nice. But again, super jet lag, could not sleep, was up late. And then the next day was Boxing Day and Brett's brother and his girlfriend and their kids came over – and open the presents that we got them and we just kind of like again hung out all day it was super lazy just chill fun nice and the next day we woke up and drove to London the drive wasn't too bad um it doesn't get light there till like 8:30 a.m though so it was kind of scary because it was rainy the car that we were in was so small we kind of we finally got to Heathrow Airport we went and got some breakfast again I got a chicken Caesar salad sandwich <laughs> And a coffee that was not good, by the way, when we were in San Francisco, we got that robot coffee. I don't know what I was thinking getting it at like 7 p.m. before a flight, but it was actually really freaking good. I got a video of that. I wanted to try it last time we went, but I didn't or I think it was out of order. Um, so, yeah, we got another coffee. I had high hopes. The only good coffee in England that I've had is from that Nibble place. But I was really hoping. Airport food is always trash, though. So, like, it's never good. There was even a Gordon Ramsay uh, restaurant inside the airport. And I'm like, I bet even that's not good. It's just all so quick in the airport, a quick turnaround. So after we ate something, we wanted to go to Louis Vuitton. because there's a Louis Vuitton store in the airport. Brett wanted a pair of sunglasses, but we couldn't find any. And then I was going to get an uh, a wallet for my purse that Brett got me because it's duty free right no tax but they were straight up pretty womaning us like no one was coming up to help us no one even said hi I'm like okay fine then we won't buy anything we went and sat at another bar and um so when we went to Leeds that day we went to the alchemist but then we also went to this other bar and got drinks and I got an italicis spritz the guy the bartender who looked really young told me it was gin but it's not it's like a bergamot liqueur So it was so good. So I got another one at the airport. It was on the menu there again. It's Prosecco, this italicis, and soda water. It wasn't as good at the airport. They garnished it really well in Leeds. They put like a rosemary sprig and an olive, which I could really taste. But man, that might be my go-to drink for the summer. It's just like so fresh and refreshing. Um, So we had upgraded our flights to come home. One of the days when we were in England, Brett woke up to an email saying that we had a special offer to upgrade to premium economy on the flight home. So – for like 300 bucks, 300 pound a person. Normally it's like way more than that. So first Brett was panicked that he was going to do that. And then we weren't going to be sat next to each other. So we called British Airways. They were like, no, there's two, there's two seats next to each other because you couldn't see the seats until you purchased the upgrade. So, um, after he talked to someone, he was like, can you just do it for me? She's like, no, it's only an offer on the app. So after they hung up, he went to go do it. And the price was now showing it was going to come up to like 2500 £2, thousand five hundred pound so he was like fuck we lost the deal I was like close out the app and try it on the browser because it was still showing that the offer was there but then the price was what the what the person on the phone was showing so it ended up working out and we bought the upgrade he got an aisle seat and then I was going to be stuck in the middle because I had the good seat on the way there so I was super excited you know just like comfier seats um Better meals on an actual plate. It was just going to be better. Well, the day of the flight, we see that our seats got changed. And we're like, what the fuck? So the flight before us from Heathrow to San Francisco got canceled. So they had to get us on a bigger plane to accommodate for some of the people that were canceled from the previous flight. So we were still in premium economy, but now we were in the middle two seats. It wasn't like a three row in the middle. It was a four person, four person row. So we go over to our gate And we get on and, um, we sit down (laughs) and the seats aren't as nice as premium economy that we saw on the flight there because it's a different plane. It's an older plane. It's a shittier plane. So an older woman sits next to Brett and then this older guy sits next to me and the woman is from England. She's going to visit her son in Santa Cruz and the guy next to me does not speak barely any English. Um... And so he, we don't talk or anything like that. We sit down. We talk to the woman. We're like, we were supposed to be on that end seat. Like, sorry, we're going to get up and down a lot. Brett ha- gets up and down a lot on a flight. So she was like, no, she was like, they'd move me too. And I told them I had to be on the aisle seat. And Brett was like, "Okay, as long as you don't mind me getting up a lot. So I start to panic now. I was like, I'm fine. I don't need to go to the bathroom before we get on this flight. Like Brett's on the aisle seat. Like, it'll be fine. If I have to tell him to get up, it's not a big deal. The second that we sit down and I realize I'm going to have to go through other people is the second that I'm like, fuck, I should have peed. So it takes forever for the flight to take off. It finally does. The fasten seatbelt sign comes off. And I say to the guy next to me, excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom. And he like looks at me for a second. I'm like, I need to get out. And he just scoots his legs over. So I have to like basically sit in his lap to get out. And I'm super annoyed by that. Also, um, it was that time of the month and I was freaking out because I was like, I'm going to get toxic shock on this goddamn plane. It's a 12 hour flight. I'm like, he needs to let me out because I need to monitor the situation. So I go to the bathroom and I come back on premium economy. They give you. Champagne. So they had passed out the champagne while I was gone and he had his sitting on the armrest in between our seats. Again, he will not get up for me to scoop past. So when I scoop past, guess what? The champagne gets knocked over all over my seat. All over my seat. And he is smiling at me. And I am pissed. I'm like about to have a panic attack. I was already just like the whole I had a really hard time this trip with just like the animals and just being I I, I just I I just wanted a smooth fucking flight home, you know, and I'm on the brink of a panic attack. I don't have any Dramamine. I'm feeling sick, just so many things. And I look at him and I'm like, next time I need to go to the bathroom, you're going to have to get up. And so he hands me his blanket and is like, you can have this basically. So I set the blanket down to absorb the champagne, but then the blanket's damp. So I sat on a damp blanket for 11 to 12 hours on the flight home. It was miserable. So Brett and I were in the middle. So the cabin crew that was helping him and the cabin crew that was helping me was different, right? I'm to the left. He's to the right. The cabin crew that was helping him were so nice. The guys to the right or to my to the left, not on my side not nice at all. When they came around to do the meal, I wanted the vegetarian option. And he was like, very smug. Oh, we don't have that. When well, the old lady on the other side of Brett asked for that, he was like, oh, we'll go up and see if there's any more in first class. Like, super accommodating. She was like, oh, no, I don't want to have to have you do that. He's like, it's not a problem at all. And so Brett speaks up and was like, can you see if there's another vegetarian for my wife? Because these guys are saying that there's none. They ended up bringing me a vegetarian. Tell me why the cabin crew on my end were like rolling their eyes that I got a vegetarian. Like, they were upset somehow it was just so not a good flight not a good flight at all there was hella turbulence it was not comfortable I was sitting in wet the whole time. I just uh, it was so it was so not good. I need to complain to British Airways. That's on my to do list this week because we at least need to get our money back for the for the seats that we booked that we didn't end up sitting in. It was just but uh, part of my New Year's resolution is to not take other people's stress on as my stress. And um, that feels very stressful to me to complain. I kind of just want Brett to do it, but I'm better at writing emails like that. Anyways, I watched the end of Barbie cause I'd started it on the way there. I watched the whole first season of the office. I've kind of been wanting to rewatch that. I wish there was more. And then I watched the flash, which got really bad reviews and did poorly at the box office, but I thought it was really good. Um, the landing was rough. I cried. I was like so happy to like just touch down to know that I was about to go see the animals to know that I was about to get off of this wet seat, like just so many emotions. Um, We got off, and Brett's whole thing, he saw on all these Facebook groups that he's on, he likes these sausages. He basically says that you can't get good sausages here. So he smuggled some sausages back into the United States. He put them in a cool bag with some ice, and he put them in a suitcase. And so this whole time, we were, like, worried that they were going to get taken out. So we get off the plane, and we go through customs, and I'm like, I'm just going to let Brett do all the talking. And So they're looking at our passports. They're like, you know, did you bring anything back? And Brett just goes, Christmas presents. (laughs) And I'm like panicking on the inside. I'm like, I'm just not going to say anything. But I felt like my face looked guilty and I felt like they there was like a note. Like, I don't know how it works, but he was looking at his computer screen. He's like, any food items? I'm like, Murr. anyways, we ended up getting through. The sausages were still frozen solid, even though they were frozen solid. I refused to eat them. He brought back so much. I'm like, don't ever give me any of those. It just shows on my. Shows on my Alexa that a song called Poop Noodle was recently played. I'm like, I don't think so. And it keeps popping up as recently played on my Amazon. I'm like, what is happening? So, anyways, we um get our bags, which was a shit show in San Francisco. There's no trash cans, the bathrooms are super far away. We go to exit the building and um this alarm goes off and TSA is like, oh, we need to see your passports. I'm like, what is happening? Everything is just so weird. So we get out to where we're going to catch the shuttle and we're like, oh, thank God the shuttle's here to take us to our car. We get on the shuttle. It's black. We've gotten on it a million times. We always park at the same place when we go. And so we get it's, it's a driver that I've never seen before. Sometimes you recognize the drivers and he's on the phone. First of all, he's hitting on one of the girls that's getting off. And then he's also simultaneously on the phone. So. He's like, where are you guys going? We're like the Hilton to the car to get our car. He's like, I don't go to any car parking lots. He's like, we're like, no, it's at the hotel. So we get to the first place and it's at one of the Hiltons. There's like two Hiltons in Burlingame. And so everyone gets off and he comes on. He's like, what are you guys doing? We're like, we're waiting for the next stop. He's like, this is the only stop. We get into like this argument with him. He's trying to tell us that there's not a Hilton with a parking parking lot. We're like, we have parked there a million times, dude. Like, don't. I'm not the one right now. Do not fucking test me. Brett ends up having to. We both have to get off. I go into the hotel. Brett has to walk a mile to get to his truck to drive it back to where I am to load it up. And there was an accident so bad. Like all the lanes were closed. We end up having to get off the freeway and go through the airport to get around it. It took us so much longer to get home. We finally get home and we are just dead to the world. But I was so excited because my package came with my shirts The day we left, of course, I like just missed it. Literally, we left the house and like 30 minutes later, it was like, your package has been delivered. So before we did anything, before I brushed my teeth, before I got in the shower, I opened it up and the quilt is so freaking cute. I do realize, though, I sent one shirt that was wrong. I meant to send my foster pets a sack sweatshirt and I sent another shirt. Anyway, it's not a big deal. It's still cute. I'm obsessed with it. It's in my office right now. I love it so much. Money well spent. I'm literally obsessed with it. So um, we got showers and we just went to bed. We let the dogs sleep in the bed with us. We were just like, oh, amazing to be home. And I'm like, I was telling everyone, I never get jet lagged on the way back. Like I just fall right back into my routine. I never take days off. I normally go right back to work. I have been jet lagged up until last night. Last night was the first night where I didn't fall asleep before 7 p.m. So we woke up like 4 a.m. the next day. Took the dogs for a walk, just got back into the normal routine, unpacked the suitcase, which I felt like took all freaking day just to do laundry, to put things away, to find new places for things. We both went through our closets to get rid of things, to make room for new stuff. It was just like a day of it was just a relaxing day. Just we just like chilled, got things done. Um, and then I fell asleep super early. We tried, that's when we realized that the Netflix were different too, because we wanted to watch season two of that show. And we couldn't, we ended up just starting a free trial on Amazon. Uh, and then the next day we unboxed the Nespresso which was amazing so far I've only made one coffee that I don't like which was today it kind of made me feel fucked up like I feel like my speech is a little slurred and my mind is just chaotic it was the coconut pour over which is weird because I was expecting it to come out cold since it's an, it's made for iced coffee but it didn't anyways the lattes haven't been making me feel fucked up but this coffee I couldn't even drink all of it um, so we've just been buying different things and trying out different Nespresso recipes I, I cannot believe that that I almost didn't get one. I can't believe that I was like, meh, how good could it really be? The answer is, it's amazing. I think I'm going to... Lean more towards the espressos than the than the coffees. I did see on TikTok that there's a hack where if you press the button twice, it'll turn a coffee pot into an espresso. That did not work with my machine. I have the Vertuo Plus. The milk frother is amazing. I've been making my old co- my own cold foams. We went to World Market. I got some syrups. I ordered a lavender online. Uh, we got all these different Chobani creamers, a bunch of different oat milks. Uh, it's just been amazing. Like I haven't we haven't gotten iced coffee. The only day that we got iced coffee was the day we got back before I unboxed the Nespresso I went to 18 grams and got us a breakfast sandwich because we were starving and a coffee so yeah it's been amazing I'm like I'm totally gonna cut back on how much I'm drinking coffee out because it's just so good from home Spent just like a ton of time with the dogs, went and took them for a bath, just taking them on tons of walks. Um, I reorganized my perfume rack. I have so many perfumes. I got a Gucci Bloom from the Duty Free and then Brett's mom also got me a perfume and Brett got me that one that I wanted from Sephora for Christmas. I am stacked in the perfume department. And we just kind of laid around, had a lazy day. We thought our washing machine broke. Luckily, it did not. Um, The second day that we were here, the second night, Brett wakes me up at 4 a.m. Lola threw up in the bed and we don't have any extra sheets. Like, I don't know how that's possible. We wash our sheets every week, sometimes twice. Brett's like, if it were up to me, we'd wash them twice a week, every week. How they are not like in shreds from washing them so much, but um, we don't have extra sheets. Well, we do, but they're in a closet and Chuck's been laying on them, so we would need to wash those. So anyways, we ended up having to wake up super early the next day um because Lola threw up all over the bed and so Brett's like that's it no more dogs in the bed in the bed but of course they keep getting up on the bed every time we fall asleep Yeah. So we've just been lazy. We went and looked at couches. We went to Living Spaces to look at couches. We went to Beck's to look at couches. We went to R.C. Willie or Wiley or whatever it is. Nothing compares to Living Spaces. Like I'm obsessed. I can't believe I've never been there. So we went to Beck's first and we thought that we saw a couch that we liked. We came home and measured and realized it was going to be a little bit too big. So the next day we drove out to Roseville or Rockland, wherever it is. We went to Living Spaces first and like in love. There's three different couches that we like. And then we were like, okay, well, we're going to go to RC Willie. What's cool about living spaces, though, is that you can change the material. You can change the color. It's just like. Uh, You can add things. You can take things away. I'm obsessed with it. It's like cream of the crop, right? Aside from we didn't go to West Elm or Crate and Barrel, because I don't really know how much money we want to spend. Like we have three animals, right? Chuck's claws get caught on the couch that we have now. And that's a big concern. We want a material that is that that he's not going to claw or that's not going to get messed up from his claws. Um, So after that, we went to R.C. Willie and it was like shitty. I used to think that place was good. After you go to living spaces, it's like there's nothing else. What else? What more could you want from a couch? Um, we made some egg salad. Uh, we That was really good that I've been snacking on. I'm like looking through all the photos of all the things that I've been doing. We went to Costco and got some stuff. My dad got us a $200 gift card to Costco that we were trying to use. We didn't end up using any of it, though. Let's see. What else? What else has been happening? Oh, so I had my last massage with Courtney I was her last customer on her last day at Sacramento Massage Studio before she takes off to Tennessee. And I just felt like I had the weight of the world on my shoulders when I saw her for some reason. I just unloaded. Like I started crying in her arms and I was I'm just like sad she's leaving. Like I just felt it just felt heavy and she gave me the best, most like energy cleansing massage I've ever had she's like I could feel your energy right now she was like I can't even it was like I went to church (laughs) it was like such a therapeutic experience I cried multiple times I just felt I told her about this one time that I went to go get this massage and this woman was like I can feel your energy and like you need to come back and see me and she was like yeah there are people out there that can like fuel your energy she's like I wanted to do that type there's like a certain type of massage that like rids you of that energy she's like I wanted to do that but it just feels really heavy and I don't know if I could carry that burden anyways it was like the best massage it was a combination of like energy cleansing deep tissue I felt so good afterwards and Brett was like why don't you pick us up at Chicago fire afterwards so afterwards I walked down the street to Chicago fire brought the pizza home ate a slice instantly sick right Go to bed the next day. Brett had promised that we weren't going to do anything on New Year's Eve. And he that was a lie. We ended up celebrating English New Year's Eve, which was nice because it was over at 4 p.m. But I was just feeling nauseous all day. Like I didn't want to go. I was like, can I just not go? But he was like super offended by that. So I had to go. I had to get ready and go. I felt so nauseous. My face is breaking out. My lips were so chapped that they were like bleeding in the corners. It was really windy when we were in England, so I think that might be what it was from. But um, anyways, we had plans to make dinner last night. We prepped it before. Brett made like meatballs and potato, like smashed salt and vinegar potatoes last night. Again, instantly sick. Had some of the egg salad yesterday. Instantly sick. I didn't know what it was. I thought maybe I got food poisoning from like Chicago fire. And it hit me last night when I was in bed reading my book that it was from the massage. Like I was really sore and I was I've been dehydrated in England. I just don't drink enough water. Like I don't have my water bottle that I'm carrying everywhere. They you have to ask for water there. So it's just it's different. Right. So I think that normally I'm super hydrated when I go get these massages. And this time I wasn't. And I think that that's what it was. I'm a little bit better today. But like, yeah, eating food was just touch and go there for a minute last night, just, um, yeah, I had dinner and I read the my book. I finished it. I squeezed one more book in for 2023. And then I just went to bed. There was lots of fireworks. I just kind of snuggled up with the dogs. Then today I've just been working all morning. And I was show prepping and just catching up on all of the like entertainment stuff that I missed. There's so much, but I'll probably get into some of that tomorrow. One thing that's wild to me, though, is last night, New Year's Eve, Caitlyn Bristow was at a bachelor party or she had a party or whatever. There's been rumors floating around that she is dating Zach, who's Tayshia's ex-fiance. People are speculating that she was talking to Zach before her and Jason broke up. They're like following the train of when who started following who, when the likes started on Instagram. There's a video of them on New Year's Eve. They're not kissing, but she's standing up on something to like make her taller than him. And he has his arm wrapped around her waist. It does look like they're dating. So Caitlin Bristow has moved on to the next. That feels like an odd pairing to me, though, because she's such like a wino. That was like one of the issues with Sean. Sean was so into fitness and he was just like, she doesn't take things seriously. And Zach is a sober person. So I, not that sober people can't be with people that drink, but it just feels like someone that owns a wine company with someone that is sober is like two opposite ends of the spectrum. Also, speaking of Sean Booth, his girlfriend, I'm assuming that they're together. It seems like they are just had a baby. There is something that is like so crazy to me. So her and Sean get out of the hospital. The day they get home, they do a photo shoot. You could not pay me. Same with Allison and Isaac. They had their baby and immediately had a photo shoot. Like I just could never. You are. (laughs) We're having a photo shoot at the year mark. It's just like. I, I don't know. I'm uh, who who talked them into that? And they all look flawless too. Um, okay, I am parched. I'm sure there's tons of things that I missed that will come to, I I actually did make a list. But let's regroup tomorrow because I'm feeling um starving, which is making me spiral. And um, I just need to regroup. I've been recording now for almost an hour. So we have a whole episode based off of what I've already said. And I'm sure there's some things that'll come back to me. So let's just circle back tomorrow. Tuesday. I can't wait to be on trend when the trend is over. I just like cannot stop thinking about my clothes right now. Even where did we go the other day? Oh, when we went to celebrate English New Year. I didn't want to go. I was pissed that we went, actually. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't feel good. And I was just like, I don't want to go. I didn't want to get ready. I put too much product in my hair. My hair was all fucking greasy. I didn't want to go. My face is broken out. My face was great in England. But then, like, the travel, the stress of it all... um nothing was good. And I end up wearing, I, I feel, I just bought shoes. I bought all these shoes to wear with all these jeans. I don't have anything to wear. How is that possible? I really just need to be brave. She is brave. She's well behaved. I need to be brave and just wear the new jeans that I bought that are not skinny. Like I bought all these shoes, so like these white shoes and these other shoes. I haven't worn them. I haven't worn them. They don't look good with the skinny jeans. I'm embarrassed of the skinny jeans. And then like I got these boots, right? I got two black boots, one from Nordstrom, one from Steve Madden. My skinny jeans don't tuck into them. And that's because we're not supposed to be doing that anymore. We're supposed to be letting it all hang out. And I know I'm finally going to lean into this when we're done. And then like I see other girls like I'm like, I have all the clothes to be able to make this happen, but I put it on and it just doesn't look good because I'm not used to it. Therefore, I won't do it like the slick back pony forever. I was like, it doesn't look good on me. And then I got those extensions, which forced me into a low slick back pony. And now that's all I wear. I cannot even imagine like it's popping up in my memories that a year ago I was still doing a high pony. And I'm like, I can't even imagine doing a high pony now. Anyways, we are going to dinner with my dad on Friday for his birthday. And so I might lean into an outfit that I'm not the most comfortable in. Then again, I might not. I might just wear a dress and just call it a fucking day with tights and boots. I just don't know. It's ever changing. I came across this TikTok while we were gone. And it's this girl who is always reporting live from the pickup line of her middle schooler. And she tells you like what things they're saying is not cool anymore. Like pop sockets or social suicide. Like it's so funny. Her delivery is just so funny. And I think that might be the video that got me spiraling. I also realized that I recorded for like an hour yesterday and I think it was just too long. I um, don't even remember what I talked about. Like, I know I recapped my trip, but I just feel like it was chaotic and I wish I could redo it. But that is 56 minutes of my life that I refuse to redo. So you guys are just stuck with it. I did think of a couple things, though, that I didn't tell you about. Not not necessarily about England, just things that I forgot to speak on. One of them, I cannot believe I forgot to tell the story yesterday, but I'm kind of glad that I waited until today because I have a, a clearer mind. So... In high school, I was literally obsessed with B2K. I had B2K posters all over my wall. My screen name was B2K's Girl 143. B2K was my first concert. Lil Fizz is is uh, very prevalent in my life to this day. I'm not going to tell you why because that would give some things away. But um, I think about him daily because of uh, – <laughs> I still use his name – in something that I see daily. Anyways, not important. Just know that I think about B2K a lot. I eat, breathe B2K, like bump, bump, bump. If you knew me from back in the day, you fucking knew. Even like three years ago, I got some stuff from my dad's and I had someone, one of my friends, like gifted me a drawing of me and him in high school and it used to hang by my bedside. So, okay, now that I've painted the picture. We are driving to English New Year on whatever day that was, a couple days ago. And my friend Sierra texts me just like super casually. She's like, oh, I'm at um, – we're at our niece's basketball game in Roseville and Lil' Fizz is here. I was like, excuse me, what? She's like, yeah, Lil' Fizz is here. I'm like, Sierra, <laughs> what do you mean Lil' Fizz is there? Like in Roseville? She's like, yeah. First she thought he was one of the coaches for one of the teams. She was like, he's at some of the – whenever we go see her play like – Basketball, he's always here. And I'm like, what? So I start telling her, I'm like, you do realize I'm obsessed with them, right? She's like, I knew that you liked them in high school, but like, I didn't realize the obsession. So we have like a two hour conversation about how I cannot believe that she was just like casually with little fish. She sent me a picture of their niece with him. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, next time you go to one of these games, please tell me. I'm like, if you weren't already gone, I would literally leave Brett in my skinny jeans, my millennial outfit and drive my ass down there so quick. You have no idea. I cannot believe it. I'm posting the picture at What the Chuck podcast so you can see. I blocked their niece's face out because she's like a minor and I don't, they didn't give me permission to post. But like, what do you mean? She's like, I wish that I would have texted you when we were still there or like that the conversation would have developed to where it got like we were both laughing so fucking hard. She's like, I'm tempted to go back and show him this conversation. I'm like, I cannot even believe this is happening right now. I'm still so freaking shook by it. Um so today was my first day back at work and it was rough. I was expecting it to be smooth sailing but my mind feels chaotic right now. I f- I have I'm having some anxiety that I'm like trying to work through but I'm having like really anxious thoughts and just like I don't know, I wasn't ready. And when I got here today, I like forgot to do something before I left and then I couldn't track something down that I needed. I, I thought I lost it and I spent like a good portion of the day looking for it. Anyways, it just did. It. I want something that I want something that I need. I just can't today. It did not go smooth. I was so excited to come back to work and I'm like, Nope, today's a tomorrow's a fresh start. Can we normalize not feeling super motivated in the new year? Because let me tell you, I don't, our cleaners were here today. So I was holed up in the office for a long time. When I finally was set free, um, someone else came over one of Brett's friends to fill the hole in the wall from our kitchen to our living room. And I felt like I was in the way. So I just cooked up some top ramen. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Eating like shit. Uh, Really bad anxiety, my face is all broken out, tight, tight, tight. So there is a hole in the wall, I'm sure I've talked about it before, from the kitchen To the living room. So like Brett can see me when he's at the stove in the living room. He could just like poke his head through the hole. It's like a pretty big hole. And so when we were couch shopping, we realized that to maximize the space in our living room, we really need to mount the TV. But there's nowhere to mount it because of that hole. So Brett reached out to one of his friends who's a carpenter. And he came and put all the things, put the studs in the wall. He basically made a wall. Close up the hole for us. And then my friend is coming over tomorrow. And he's probably going to paint the downstairs of our house. And I don't know. The TV is going to cover Cause the, the walls are textured. So I don't really know. Oh, I don't really know. We're maybe going to put some backsplash on the kitchen side of it, but um, it looks real bad right now, but we need to free up some space in our living room right now. We have a big ass TV on a small ass entertainment center. It just does not look good. So um, our plan is to get the downstairs of the house painted like soon within the next couple weeks and then mount the TV and then buy a new couch. That's like the order of operation, but it's just so weird because I can normally like see Brett through the, I, I don't know. It just, it's a big change to the living room. It might not seem like it. You'll see a picture up at what the Chuck podcast. But if you've been to my house, you know that it's like a pretty significant change to the, to the downstairs. And I also, so the guy's going to paint our house, he used to do it back in the day. He's looking for some work right now. So we're going to hook him up. So I don't even know if he can texture the wall. Like I, I just don't know, but he told us to go talk to Brett's brother in England and then because Brett's brother's a decorator, get some ideas for what we want to do with the paint and then he'll do it. So I showed Brett's brother like a video of our house and basically like the, all the corners where you cut in are fucked up. Like the ceiling bleeds onto the walls. It's just all bad. So he was like, you can either, he's like, it just depends how good this guy is. Like you could try doing it again, different color ceiling than the walls. But Brett and I decided that we're just going to do everything white. And I know that we tried to paint, well, we did paint a couple of the rooms ourselves and it's a bright white, I don't think I want to go that bright white. We really need to go to Home Depot to pick out the color, but I just want to make it simple. They were talking about doing an accent wall, but I don't really want to do an accent wall in every room because I'd want it to be the same. And I just feel like I, our accent walls even a thing right now. I just want to keep it simple, keep it simple, keep it safe, as Brett and I like to say. So I think we're just going to do like a white, but not a super like blinding white that's in our bathrooms. The, the white that we picked last year was really bright. And it's not like I regret it, but I just don't know if I could handle that all over the house. Like it's very sterile. So we need to go look at some samples because this guy is coming over this week and we are going to get our house painted like very soon. Like this is going to be happening quickly so we need to figure it out the sooner that we can get this done the sooner we can get a new couch and I really want the upstairs painted too I mean we're going to talk to him tomorrow I just think it's going to be a hassle because we work from home like what (sighs) we would have to arrange our offices on the weekends I just don't really know what that looks like at this moment not like we have anything going on this month we're doing dry January thank the fucking lord for that. I love January because I always get a taste of how like productive life can be. And then it gets ripped away in February and the rest of the months. But, um, yeah, we're doing dry January. So I don't really have any plans. So I'm curious to see what he says right now. We're just going to do the downstairs, but he might come tomorrow and give us a really good price and say that it's not going to be as daunting as I think it is. And we might end up getting the upstairs too. I really want my office done. Like that would be freaking amazing. So, yeah, and I wish that we could wallpaper, but we can't. Brett's brother was was saying unless we like got the walls all sanded down and that just seems like a production. But it would be so cool to do some wallpaper. I've always wanted to do wallpaper. Well, ever since I saw my friend Anna's house, which I've already talked about on a previous episode, she had this like really funky wallpaper in her bathroom and I was like obsessed with it. I made another good, really good Nespresso today. I did a pump of vanilla. OK, it's crazy. I'm on vanilla or I'm on Nespresso talk now on TikTok. And I'm seeing so many videos and getting like recipes, recipe ideas. But these bitches be putting hella pumps of syrup in their coffee. Like I saw one yesterday. It was like five pumps of vanilla. I put a pump. I brewed the coffee today. I frothed some oat milk, and then I did a little cold foam at the top, and it was so freaking good. I'm just obsessed with making coffees. I think that the espresso pods are going to be the way to go. Going forward, I registered my device. I was productive today. I did knock some things off my to-do list. I wasn't planning on walking the dogs this morning, but Brett like normally, as an internal alarm, goes off at 5, and it didn't this morning, so I had to get up and walk the dogs, which I was not prepared for, and I think that was just like a bad start to my day because I was going to wake up, make up myself some avocado toast take my time making a coffee but I had to rush and take the dogs and I was rushed to make my breakfast and a coffee before the cleaners got here so anyways um I renewed Lola's microchip I just I was pretty I registered my Nespresso machine I was just productive, and um, I love that for myself. We also watched Saltburn last night, which I wasn't super into. Like, I wasn't totally paying attention because the dialogue was just crazy, too many people talking at once. But it is one of those movies where, like, at the end, you want to go back and watch it again to, like, see the signs, if you know you know. And I, I think that it wasn't as shocking to me, all the scenes, because I had read about them. They were still disgusting. And then I went to that guy, the main guy's Instagram, and the comments people are leaving are alarming. Someone was like boy dinner again, if you know, you know. Um, And what's also crazy to me is these people on Etsy are marketing geniuses. They're jumping on it so quickly. There is an Etsy shop that's selling Jacob Elordi's bathwater candle for $36. It just smells like vanilla and sandalwood. It's just the label that's on it. The marketing is so smart. I'm like, that would be such a good gift if people were buying gifts after the holidays. But you know, no one's getting shit until the middle of the year. JK, my dad's like, or my dad, Brett was like, what are we getting your dad for for his birthday? I'm like, I don't know. One of the Christmas presents we got him. I'm like... it's all going to be the same. We're going to dinner. We'll put in on that. Like I don't know. Some other things from my list that I forgot to talk about yesterday is when I was lying in bed awake from the jet lag one of the nights we were in England. I was and I was like annoyed with Brett about something. I was thinking there's like a small group of girls that I hang out with that also have husbands from England. And like whenever we get together, we just like vent (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's always normally when they're here and we're like ready for everyone to go home. We're like, get the fuck out. We're ready to go home. I was thinking about um doing the trend like, you know, we're sisters that we're we're a married couple, but doing we're married to guys from England. And I thought of so many funny things to say. And then I was like, oh, I should write all this stuff down. But I was trying to fall asleep and not look at my phone. And now I forgot all of them. I'm sure I could think of them again, but oh my God, what? I, I just want to get us together and do it, but it would probably be highly offensive. Yeah. Um. Also, while I was gone, I saw a TikTok of uh, apparently these twins that got married. They didn't find out they were twins until they were in high school and already dating. And she's like, what would you do if you met the love of your life at 16 and found out that you were twins? And I'm like, "Uh, break the fuck up. But then like I did some digging on her Instagram and I can't tell if it was real or not. But like if that's a story that you're telling to go viral on TikTok, you are seriously fucked in the head. Um, something that I forgot to talk about, about the plane. So, you know how I told you that they had to switch planes to get us on a bigger plane because the flight before was canceled and, um, the seats were, people's seats were changed. They kept making announcements saying, we are sorry for the inconvenience. If you were, if your seat has been changed, like we will talk to you, just buckle up. And once the flight's going, like we can continue the conversations. Well, there was this girl that was sitting near us in premium economy that was supposed to be in business. She had like a Louis Vuitton suitcase. She had um, plastic surgery. You could tell that like her like face had been done or whatever. And the flight staff, I I don't know if she was like an influencer or someone that was famous or whatever. I thought she was American at first. But then when we got to customs, she went to the other she went to the line that wasn't for Americans. But um, everyone in the on the plane like kept coming up to her and talking to her multiple times, like the people, the flight attendants trying to accommodate her her you could tell that she was really pissed off brett is not normally the guy that, like stares at other people and he normally doesn't like really like fake like he always makes fun of girls have their lips done and stuff he was staring at this girl the entire flight i'm like what's going on with your girlfriend like what are you still looking at her i was getting so fucking annoyed i was like she knows that you're staring at her he was not even i don't know if he was trying to find out figure out what was going on but i was like bro bro Peel your eyes away. Things that I miss about America. This is a note that I took when I got home. I really miss toilet seat covers. I will say that the public bathrooms in England are a lot cleaner. Like, first of all, they don't do the paper towel thing, which I also miss. I don't like the hand dryers, but there's not paper towels all over the place. It's just like cleaner. I don't know. The shifts to clean the bathroom must be more frequent, but I still do miss toilet seat covers. Um, good coffee and also the food. There's pros and cons to like the food there. Obviously, like I like when Brett's mom cooks, but like when we go out to restaurants, I'm always like, meh, I could take it or leave it. I also love when we see like Mexican food on the restaurant at like, I don't know, fish and chips restaurants. It's just like so funny to me. It, it is good because like my appetite changes when I'm there. I'm never like really starving. I'm not eating breakfast, lunch and dinner. But when I get home, I just want to scarf because I'm like, I feel like I haven't had Like a like pizza. Like, I don't know. Brett was like, what do you want to eat? I'm like, I don't know. Nothing sounds good. We even got takeout this one night and I got this burger and the burger looked freaking bomb, but it just doesn't taste the same. And I don't know what the deal is with like the ingredients, but my stomach's always upset when I'm there. I think I already mentioned that. But those are just some of the things that I miss about America when we're gone. So as you know, I got a Bath and Body Works haul right before we left. I shopped during the candle sale and I lit one of the candles when we got back. And Brett is now convinced that that candle made him sick. He was like, oh, I've been sneak. For, he, last night he was like, oh, I'm uh, I, first of all, <laughs> I'm like jumping all over the place because I cannot even with this man. He was like, yeah, the candles making me sick. He was like fake coughing and stuff. Then yesterday he tried to say that he wasn't feeling good. And then last night when we were in bed. I was like, did you use fabric softener with the sheets? They just didn't smell like they smelled kind of like crusty. And I was like, the the sheets don't smell very good. He's like, oh, I can't smell them because I'm sick. I'm like, are you, though? I have to hear the Brett is sick like multiple times a week. But he never is. I'm like, you are not sick. It's the most annoying thing ever. But then he prides himself. Oh, I haven't been sick in six years. It's because you wash your hands too much. It's because you over sanitize. It's because you don't have the blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Brett, I I fucking don't want to hear it. Also, he was like, New Year, new him. He's like, I'm going to we went on a walk the other night. I'm just fat. Like we've spent a lot of time together recently. I'm like, I need a break. I'm, I'm, I am I'm. need to go be by myself for I need to go read a book alone he just went for a walk with the dogs and I'm like I'm just gonna stay home he has number one the dogs pull when I'm with him I like walking by myself it's a nice leisurely pace we're not racing anyone but just kills me with Brett but um he said the other night on the walk I was already annoyed because Lola was pulling me I kept asking him to slow down I'm like can you please slow down and he was like, oh, yeah, in the new year, I'm going to start intermittent fasting. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear all the little things that you're going to do. I'm like, just drink less, eat less, eat better. Don't buy any candy. You got Skittles in your center console of your truck. Like, just don't buy to the hype. He's like, intermittent fasting is healthy. I just don't want to hear it. Um, I think I'm going to go visit Amanda in February for the long weekend because it's like around her birthday with uh Lolly Monica. And I'm like, I want to break free. <laughs> I'm like, I just we but I know Brett's not going to be pumped about me going. But I'm like, we could we've been together nonstop. Besides the fact that when we go to England, I feel like he deserts me like he does not pay attention to me at all. The day we went to Leeds, he did pay attention to me. But then the rest of the time, like he's on his phone, which is so crazy He's on his phone more there Than he is here. You would think that when he can like see his friends in person, that he'd just save it for when he sees them. But no, he's on his phone constantly. Um, and I just sometimes I'm like, hi, what. Do you remember me like I'm here so uh, yeah the intermittent fasting the um, your candle is making me sick I literally fucking cannot I'm at my wits end with it the candle make me and so now I haven't been lighting it but today right after the cleaners came why Brett didn't have this guy come fill in the hole before our cleaners came I don't know because he was drilling holes or like sawdust all over the place not only that as a form of payment Brett made him a sausage sandwich because the English guy a sausage sandwich from one of the sausages is from one of the package of sausages that he smuggled into the United States. Sausage splatter everywhere. The kitchen that smelled so clean prior to this now smells like fucking sausages. And I'm like, that's it. I'm lighting the candle. Get out of my way. I'm fucking lighting the candle. So I'm lighting the candle and I'm just waiting for the sneezing and the coughing and like, oh, it's making me sick. The Bath and Body Works candles are toxic. I'm like, you heard that on my podcast. So get the fuck out of here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just need to retreat by myself. Who was I just? Oh, when I was getting a massage, but with Courtney. She was talking about how she like likes to be around people all the time. What else was I? Oh, I'm reading the book right now, the Windy City series. And the second book, the girl like just loves to be around people. She doesn't like to be alone. She always wants to be with someone socializing. And the guy in the book um, doesn't. He needs a space. He likes his alone time. So the girl in this situation is Brett and the guy is me. Like I um, like to be alone And I'm not always super talkative and Brett's like, you're being ignorant. I'm like, I just don't feel like talking right now. I need my space. When I am allowed to have alone time, I feel fully recharged. And you would think like working from home that I would get alone time Brett and I don't really talk throughout the day, but it's not alone time unless you're really, truly alone. And I just need a moment, like lessons in chemistry. Children, set the table. Your mother needs a moment. I know there are no children involved in this, but I just need like a day to myself where I'm sitting on the couch, reading a book, not bothered. No one says a word to me. Like I would like to, I know people are doing dry January. I would like to do like dry talking, airy, like just let's not talk for an entire day. Oh, how good does that sound? Is it only me? So interesting how we're all so different in that respect, though, because I'm sure plenty of you listening right now are like, no, I'm like, Brett, I need to be with someone constantly. I I want to be talking to someone or, you know, dealing with people or not by myself. And um, there's a lot of you that might be like me that are like, no, I need my personal space. It's just so funny how we're all different like that. I don't know why that is. Like, is it because of our upbringing or just like I I have no idea? I have no idea. And even when I did live alone and I was by myself, I really needed my personal space. Like I had this friend who uh, I let stay with me for a while. She like crashed her car. Like I, I don't really remember what the situation was. She like didn't she like lost her job. I let her stay with me and I was over it after three days. I was so annoyed by everything that she did. I we're not friends anymore. And I wouldn't say that it stemmed like it's because of that, but it definitely started there. So um the moral of the story is I just need space. Bitches love space. Like this morning when I walked the dogs and listened to Smartless, List, the episode with Adam Driver, I only got like 30 minutes into it cuz it was a shorter walk cuz I was on a time crunch. I was like this is the life right here. Just my AirPods in. But the thing is, if Brett and I were to go on a walk and I would bring my AirPods, he'd be like what's wrong? Why are you mad? I'm just like I need silence. I need silence. Today, normally when I get back from vacation, I would be like talking to everyone so excited, like in the chat. No. And my coworker was like, I wasn't even sure if you were back today because you didn't say anything. And I was like, yeah, I'm just not in the mood to be chatty. I'm not feeling chatty in the new year with anyone. Like, I feel like I'm just not really like texting back to anyone. I just need... I need a moment. So if everyone's like feeling super motivated and like on a high in the new year, just know that not everyone's feeling the same. Okay. All right. I couldn't really pick... Uh, I already like scheduled the post for my episode without any spoilers. I couldn't really like choose. There were so many pictures I had. So hopefully I picked some good ones for you. It's always so hard for me to not post or repost things that I posted on my story at Megan Rage Radio. So I know a lot of you probably saw that already, but I try not to do too many repeats. I hope you enjoyed the photos and um, I'll be back to my normal self. Hopefully next week. Let us pray. Follow me on Instagram at WhatTheChuckPodcast. The Chuck Podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, and I will talk to you next week. Yeah. I will talk to you, but you don't talk to me. You know how last episode I was like, please text me. I'm gonna be gone and lonely. I'm gonna wanna I'm gonna wanna text all of you. Don't fucking text me now. Stop stop messaging me. Just kidding. Kind of. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at what the Chuck Podcast.